Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast, where we teach you to take your solar business to the next level. My name is Taylor Armstrong, and I went from $50 in my bank account and struggling for groceries to closing 150 deals in a year and cracking the code on why sales reps fail. I teach you how to avoid the mistakes I made and bring in the top solar dogs of the industry to let you in on the secrets of generating more leads, following up like a pro, and closing more deals. What is a solarpreneur, you might ask? A solarpreneur is a new breed of solar pro that is willing to do whatever it takes to achieve mastery, and you are about to become one. What's happening, solarpreneurs? We are back with another excellent episode here, and by the time you hear this, it will probably be the start of 2022, so happy new year if it's in the new year for you. Um, today, we're excited to have on an awesome guest. We got Ruben Ayala. Ruben, thanks for coming on the show with us today, my man. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. And I'm excited because you were a suggestion from one of our listeners. Um, Shout out to Bryce for uh, connecting us and getting you on the show. And it's always nice to have uh, suggestions because um, I only know so many people and then obviously it's a people's choice award we got going here. So Bryce spoke very highly of you and I know you're closing a ton of deals. Um, so I guess just a little intro and then we'll let you get into your backstory a little bit. But Ruben, he is the number three rep for Good Leap out of uh, Florida. So closing tons of deals there. Um, workhorse, he's a regional manager for his company Suncor Solar there. And yeah, just excited to pick his brain and hear what's been working obviously. Um, one of the top reps there out of Florida. So, um, but yeah, let's hear it from you, Ruben. Do you want to kind of give your backstory and then fill in any gaps I missed there? How, kind of how you got into solar and your story behind that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So shout out to Bryce. Thank you for making this happen. Um, he's, uh, he's a person I'm very proud of. Uh, I can speak very highly of him. He's definitely motivated. You know, I've seen his personal growth uh, develop from you know, in the past six months, really, he started with us uh, around April. And right now he's one of the top producers for our company as well. So shout outs to him and his continuing learning and just trying to get better at everything is I guess why he listens to you. And I started listening to your program and I love it. I'm like, man, why can't I, why didn't I know about this earlier? You know, why, why didn't I? Because all the golden nuggets that you give are for someone coming in barely like knowing what a kilowatt is, you know, yeah. is definitely uh, something of a lot of value. And uh, I, I, I like that, that you're giving back to the community. So thanks for having me on here, Taylor. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, what, what got me into solar? So my background has always been um, sales and trying to just figure it out, right? I went to college, got a uh, bachelor's degree in uh, multidisciplinary studies, which is uh, you choose three concentrations. So mine was Spanish because, you know, I just wanted to get a higher GPA because that's my first language, (laughs) to be honest with you. And then I didn't know if I was going to be an attorney or if I was going to be running businesses. And so I did political science to get that kind of doorway open and then uh, business management. And, you know, after college, I really have never used the uh, the degree. And yeah. so I just think that it is amazing, this opportunity with solar, because it speaks to everybody that is just willing to put the work in and willing to be coachable and willing to learn. Yeah. Uh, you don't need a, a title, a degree. You know, all you need is just hunger and will and thick skin, you know, because in this game, you need thick skin. If you yeah. don't have thick skin by the first time, to the 50th time you hear a no, then you're going to break down and cry. And that's just, (laughs) it's just part of the game. It's just one closer to the yes. And we live off of the yeses. For sure. Um, From there, I was, uh, I've sold anything from houses to eyeglasses to, um, I was was running a uh, optical store for uh, vision source which is the largest independently operated uh franchise for independent eye doctors in 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 the u.s and uh, i had a i had 28 stores that i kind of trained managers on how to do things but i felt very capped you know i felt like you know this is something where i've hit a ceiling and i can't grow anymore and 
And then I found out I was going to be having twins and oh. that kind of changed everything for me. Nice. And so when I found out I was going to have twins, I was like, dude, I mean, if I'm barely surviving in the lifestyle that I want with this salary, like how am I going to feed three other people yeah. besides me? And one of my mentors, I would like to say, uh, he's a, he's a guy that stuck around with a financial service uh, company for some time. Mm-hmm. Well, for 30 plus years. And so he has set residual income that is huge. Yeah. And he tells me, man, you need to quit and you just need to quit. And he was kind of the guy that talked me into quitting and just releasing, you know, something good to go for something great. And I know a lot of you have heard that multiple times, you know, mm-hmm. let go of the good for the great. And it's sometimes scary because that's your, that's your bloodline. I mean, that's your blood. the the income that you're getting and that's what makes you survive especially if you're living paycheck to paycheck like i was yeah and it was scary i had kids on the way and i said you know what screw it let's do it and i quit cold turkey no more income and i was going to dedicate myself to get a financial service license which is you know life insurance and uh annuities uh investments uh stocks all that and go to restaurants and hunt people literally hunt for people to like be able to sell life insurance to nice and so <laughs> and so i started doing that i recruited uh 43 reps um oh. within within that time and it, the company was called primerica and so you have your your downline and whatever they produce you kind of get a little override off of it and you right. promote with what you're doing and so some months would be you know a thousand dollar income month and other months would be you know five thousand to to you know, 6,000. And that was kind of like the top that I peaked there. And, um, I just needed to get more people and all of my friends started not talking to me anymore because, you know, I was just that annoying guy of like, come on, jump in, jump in, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. And I was just very focused on it. And, um, I went back into what I used to do, which was a uh, wholesale real estate property. So I would call myself the investor and, then get properties under contract for a very cheap price and then sell that contract to an actual investor that was going to do the flip or rent it out or whatever, you know, but he was going to be the end buyer. Yeah. So we started a call center. So training people on the phones, how to get, you know, uh, leads and things like that. And, um, that was supplementing my income. And I was just kind of lost to be honest with you. I was, you know, having the kids and they were three months in and my cousin, Adam, he calls me. And he's like, dude, this is the third time I've called you to jump into solar. Him and I used to be roommates in, in college. And uh, he was working the water business while I was working the optical industry. And he just completely committed to just focusing and training. And sometimes I'd be out, you know, partying and come home and he's writing his goals down at like two in the morning. And I'm like, dude what are you doing? And so one day he comes up and he says, Hey man, here's last month of rent and I'm out. I'm headed back to El Paso. I'm going to start working in the solar industry. And, um, he basically tried recruiting me three times. And the third time I was in such a, uh, I would say like low point in my life because I was trying to operate two businesses and learn how to be a dad of two. And if any of you guys are out there and you know, like what having a kid is, imagine having two where yeah, every crazy. two hours you're feeding one and it never stops for like three months. And for three months you don't sleep, like your shirt's on backwards, coffee stained, <laughs> you know, you have burp all over you. It's just like, yeah. you don't even know like what day it is. It, it was just That's crazy. And so in a one bedroom apartment crowded, just oh my gosh. super like bad and away from family, you know? And so we didn't have anybody to actually like come really give us a hand out in the weekends, you know, my, my girl's uh, parents would come and help us. And so I said, Adam, I'm gonna take it two weeks. Sounds like a, a vacation and a break I need. And I went out to Florida and uh, went knocking on doors and with my other cousin, Idam. And he basically was like, yeah, well, we just developed this program where we have lead setters and, you know, you can go to appointments now. And I'm like, Oh, that's sweet. So you just show up to appointments and just close the deal. And so in two weeks, um, we closed five, five, uh, five deals. And 
when I was like, well, how much money did we make? And I was like, dude, I could literally pay for three months of living expenses. And I just did this in two weeks. I'm yeah. like, you know what? I, I flew Claire. Yeah, I flew Claire out there and I said, hey, um, I need you to fly here. He says, who's going to watch the kids? And I said, I don't care. Like, you know, just come out here so you can see where we're going to live. Yeah. And within five days, well, she flew out that day. And then five days later, we were already back and driving with a U-Haul with all of our stuff packed. You know, I still had a lease at the apartment and I said, screw it. Like, we're going to make enough money to where I can either pay it to break it or I can continue paying for it. Yeah. And uh, went out there, got a three bedroom apartment. So life was a little bit more peaceful yeah. and then nice. just learned how to door knock. And uh, door knocking is really what, you know, changed the whole the whole shebang because now you're really a hunter before i thought i was a hunter but i was a salesman that you know was used to having people kind of come to you yeah. or going to different places to try to recruit and yeah. uh actually learning how to hit the doors was what what really changed it for me because now it's on you you know yeah. the doors are always there it's are you going to get out there and are you going to go knock and are you going to go set yourself a solid appointment to come back and close it to then feed your family and then help others, you know? Yeah. So that's kind of what got me into it. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Yeah. That's crazy. And so you came from uh, Texas. Is that where you were before? Yeah. I was in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Um, okay. I'm originally from El Paso, which is a border city with Ciudad Juarez. And so gotcha. I grew up in Mexico crossing the bridge every day to come to school in the States so I could uh -huh. learn English. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there though man i like the story um so what part of what part of florida are you in now selling then uh we just expanded to tampa but where i made my mark was in pensacola pensacola gotcha yeah okay a lot of good stuff in there and what i really like about what you're saying ruben is just how you kind of had to burn the bridges and um sounds like you did that both when you switched to solar but also when you switched to uh i think it was life insurance you were saying and I think that's a big principle because I talk to people all the time who are wanting to get into solar, but there's like, oh, I don't want to leave my salary job though. I've got my uh, 60,000 salary a year. I got benefits paid for. So I'm just going to try to do solar on the side, uh, maybe on the weekends or something. And then it's no surprise when they don't really close many deals. So I'm like, dude, the thing about solar is you got to be all in with it. That's how you're going to see the results. And it's scary for people. Um, I actually came from a similar background. And even within the solar industry too, I know there's people working at companies where maybe you do have a salary, but like for, for me personally, I switched from a company where I had a salary. I had, you know, my cell phone bill paid for. I was getting some leads, but the potential to work at a company where I was just my own business and getting paid, you know, full commission. And um, I didn't have the benefits. I didn't have the salary, but now I'm making way more because, you know, I'm my own business and I'm getting the full commissions and all that. So yeah, I love that principle. And I love hearing from people that's made that jump because a lot of people are scared to do it in the solar industry and also outside of it. Do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Take it but do me. it. Like yeah. if you're going to do it, do it and do it fast. Don't think about it. Just rip off the bandaid and jump guns blazing into it and uh, you'll learn. There's yeah. a lot of uh, people like you trying to help out and so this this pro, the, this podcast is amazing for that yeah i appreciate that so yeah that's big principle for our listeners um but number two i think it's uh super impressive how you're doing all this with twins like you're saying you're uh shirt on backwards and just all all night long i'm sure trying to feed those kids um as you know i just had actually my second kid but they're not so now we have two and they're not twins so it's a little bit easier i can't even imagine doing it with two man with one kid we were like overwhelmed so you, you yeah. got my respect for doing it with two kids <laughs> um that's awesome but no would you say like what i think is cool is sounds like you have a big sense of purpose you're out there feeding your family you, you have something to work for so would you say that's a big uh i don't know reason for you getting out big motivating factor for you is just uh yes twins and Definitely. Um, I, I like to give shout out to her because without her, you know, nothing would be possible. Um, I, I don't know many women that you call them and you say, hey, in five days, we're moving to a completely different state and pack the U-Haul and we're gone, you know, with three yeah, month old twins. And, you know, yeah. she's done that multiple times. 
uh, as we've been growing, we're expanding. And so uh, Tampa, we moved in September 4th wow. and I let her know, I think it was like a week before. And so wow. it was like, we're packing up and we're leaving. We're going to Tampa. And she says, where are we going? I said, I don't know. I think we got another, <laughs> another place. She's like, gosh, Ruben, can I like, all right, at least you gave me one more day to pack. <laughs> so I was like, okay, now, now we can get movers. You know, that was a little bit better. Yeah. It wasn't just us moving everything. Yeah. But, that's uh, funny. Yeah, no, it helps a ton having a, you know, support of a lady in your background for sure. So that's, that's, that's definitely a good factor. Another thing is uh, my team, you know, like the people that come into the company, like you said, uh, they are self-employed businesses. And so it is my responsibility. It is, uh, you know, my duty to make sure that these people that are trusting us to actually come and succeed, show them some wins right off the bat, whether it's learning how to set an appointment or whether it's, um, closing their first deal or whether it's getting out of a uh, donut month where, you know, their head isn't just straight and it has to do with other things in their life and their environment. Um, Because at the end of the day, you're only as good as the people that you help and you can only do so much yourself. And so once other people started, you know, I I was having responsibility over other people and um, essentially their livelihood. That's when it gets really serious and it just motivates you to, go out there and, and get it because you can be a comfortable rep, you know, just closing multiple deals a month and, yeah. and your family can be taken care of. But I think the, the biggest factor is just the ambition that, that we have and the opportunity that we see in solar and mm-hmm. what we've seen it do for multiple people that it's just, we want to share that and, and work as hard and as, as fast as possible because success loves speed. Yeah, no question. And yeah, we were talking before we started the recording here, Ruben, you've only been in solar 15 months. Um, he's managing an entire region now. He's a number three rep in the state of Florida. So that's pretty impressive. Um, coming out of the gates, super hot. I was telling you, I've been in solar five years and I don't think I've been the number three rep for a good leap yet. So awesome accomplishment. You're obviously doing great stuff out there. So what would you say are some of the biggest keys to success you've seen to have such a quick start and just come through the gates on fire like that and already be running a region and everything. Um, Having nothing to fall back on, like you said, burning all your bridges was just the first thing that it was like, I can't come home and say, I didn't get at least a lead. You know what I mean? Going out there and getting one win, even if it's just one win a day, whether you got somebody interested or whether you were able to help somebody, you know, get through a funk or whether you were able to um, close a deal or solve a problem for a customer, or you know, just be able to be coachable to listen to what people are telling you at the door. I think that has been a very big um, pivot factor. You know, when you become solutions oriented instead of problems oriented, and you see every problem as an opportunity to make a better imprint in the customer. I think that's just huge because not only do you gain their loyalty when another solar company comes knocking out that door, you know, you also get re, uh, reviews and you get referrals. And so our company right now is a 4.9, 4.9 star rated company. And nice. it's thanks to all the people that we've made happy. You know, uh, like I tell people, we're not tequila. We can't make everybody happy, but if you can make 99.9% of the people happy, then you're doing something good. <laughs> that's right. Um, I would like to shout out the trainings that we have um, are just phenomenal. Um, People get jacked up in the mornings and walk in there knowing that they have a purpose. We set goals, we set targets for individuals. Uh, We go over, we go over personal, professional and financial goals for everybody in the company. And our biggest factor is just having everybody aligned with where the company is going and what, it is that they want to do within the company. And so once we know that, then that gives us, you know, the ability to see exactly how we can play it better for everybody and and knowing the cards that were dealt Mm -hmm. and uh, opening new markets is tough. You know, we've done that twice. And so right now I think we put up over 120 deals since September with only 
two closers. And so it's myself and Tanish, which she's even a bigger beast than I am. You know, when you get on this podcast, she basically has uh, her, her uh, team that is two people basically setting appointments and making them so nice and juicy for her to just go take them down. And nice. I basically did the same thing. So within uh, two people and uh, five setters, we've put over 120 in, in like from September 4th through here. And you got to think yeah. about like when you move September 4th, you still have like three, four days where you're not working because you're setting up. So technically like mid-September too. Yeah. right now and so that for me is is pretty huge just having someone to look up to and someone yeah. that can push you and it's like all right you're you're doing crazy numbers well i'm right there behind you man i'm like on your tail on it or yeah. i'm on her tail you know trying to catch up so that is that is big that is big yeah. so that's i awesome. guess your environment really yeah i think that's huge and um I, what i've heard from just doing the podcast with tons of successful companies and organizations is most of them are saying similar stuff to what you said is they're just almost like a per personal development company with cells attached to it. Right. So as they're developing their reps, they're, um, you know, seeing their cells improve and continually get better. Um, with your company, sounds like you guys focus a lot on the personal development side of things. Um, that's been a big key for your success. I saw your little, uh, is that, that a 10 X wristband you got on there? Grant Curry. Yeah. 100%. Let's go. I need to get me a new one. I had one for uh, years, but I think it fell off in a pool or something and lost it. But um, no, love that culture though, the training. And yeah, something that I um, see a lot too, maybe you have a suggestion on this, Ruben, is some people, they have trainings from their companies, but the trainings start getting dull and maybe their reps aren't getting fired up. And sometimes I see these reps being, oh, what's the point of going to the trainings? I'm just going to go out there and knock by myself, do my own thing. And then you see him not produce as much. So for you guys, do you have anything that helps keep your trainings fresh and just keep people coming to them and get guys fired up? Any suggestions with that? So that is 100% facts, what you're saying. You know, you have people that are, so we have kind of like two sides of, of this, which is, um, people that are learning to set appointments and then people that are closing appointments. Right. Yeah. And so I think whenever the company decided to, to be a little different than most companies, which was, you know, I'm sure when you started, it's like, Hey, learn how to knock doors and learn how to close your own deals. You know, it can, it can discourage a lot of people. So we broke it into two pieces and um, first you come in and, and you learn how to set appointments. And so, we have classes and trainings on how to do that. And so separating the, the people that are experienced from the people that are barely starting is okay. definitely valuable for the people that, you know, have heard of the pitch thousands of times and know how to go set an appointment. Right. You're trying to teach them exactly what net metering is or, you know, the terms. Yeah. So, um, but even then, uh, we, we do have people that just choose to be a lead setter because they love the structure of the, of the pay of the company and they don't want to move over to closing. So we've had people that have been six, seven, eight months with us and they're like, Nope, I like setting leads, man. That's it. You have, you know, they understand the responsibility of, um, of, of their job and they like it. And our, one of our logos is do your job right nice. so it's on on the back of every shirt it says do your job okay and um you focus on on what it is that your job is and so if your job is to set appointments you make sure that you go set the best quality appointments that you can if your job is to close appointments and you go make sure that you go close these appointments because everybody else is depending on it and so what we do is we try to learn ourselves new things and then we do have coaching programs that the company offers to the people that are committed and so cool. we have a, a weekly call every thursday and basically going over you know what every person is is uh having an obstacle with or we will have you know a curriculum and i think it's like school you know you plug in you watch a couple of videos you 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 read some books we have um leadership program within the company 
where we pick out a book and we go through that book that that month or that two weeks depending on the length of the book and we link up via zoom and it's like okay book club what'd you like about this book and how does it pertain to the business and how do you think we can shift it and so the fact that everybody's voice is heard in our company and you can be someone that just started and have a great idea to you know somebody that's been in the company for a long time is is i think builds a lot of value to keep people motivated because you know when you're your own business your your wheels just spin and you're thinking like oh how can i get in front of more people you know like what if i marketed this way and then you come up and you ask hey have you tried this before hey have you done ads before on facebook hey have you did this have you done this and so sometimes it's stuff that you know we're just working so hard on one thing that we haven't even thought about so yeah it's welcome it's come on let's do it and then maybe hey go learn a little topic and go ahead and, and do a, a coaching program next week and so hey this week we're going to go over this yeah. so having people that expectation and that ability to do that is i think something that that really separates us and keeps people engaged and um yeah. we're going to be expanding extremely fast uh starting january 2022 nice so what we were thinking of doing was phases right so like if you get hired between you know the first two weeks of january and we're going to be doing you know 20 30 people at a time having that as a phase and as a training program kind of like a class in school and like a boot right? camp coming in something like that a boot camp coming in yeah. And then from there, they have different uh, times of doing training. And so I think myself, I will be conducting trainings maybe, you know, one day, all day, but different classes for different types of, of, uh, of knowledge, yeah. right? And so I think that would keep everybody a little more engaged. That's something that we are going to try differently. Yeah. Um, it's not implemented yet, but that's, you know, what we're, what we're looking at doing Yeah, no, for the cool. same purpose. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And so, um, yeah, I think it's working what you're obviously you got guys closing lots of deals and having tons of success. And we were talking before the call too. um, you, as we mentioned, were the number three rep for good leap. I think a lot of people listening maybe underestimate the amount of time it takes and the level of efforts that you have to put into, um, achieve high levels of success. So you're telling me you're putting in 11, 12 hour days working a ton. So I know that's definitely a factor, but can you give us an idea, Ruben, how much time did you have to put in? How many deals would you say you had to go to? How many, how many deals did you close to be the number three rep for good leap? What, what numbers are we talking with? So my goal, and this is something that I encourage everybody to do is you know, some people in the company will just make fun of me because I say blue ink, but I had a mentor that um, said everything you want in life, you need to write down with blue ink multiple times a day, but make sure it's blue ink. Blue ink. So huh? Okay. Why I, blue uh, ink? I have no idea. He says that, that <laughs> there's just something magical that happens with a written word in blue ink and your imagination and your way of uh, huh. seeing things happen. And so... I remember my first, you know, six months or my first, yeah, actually, cause this was like a pivot point from there. It just like catapulted. And so my first, uh, four or five months, I was closing anywhere from like four deals to six to eight deals and I couldn't get past 10. And so, um, I thought that was because I was counting money. I wasn't counting deals. So yeah. I was like, dude, like four deals, like you're set. And then now like six yeah. deals, eight deals, like now you have a lot of gravy on top of what you need. Yeah. And I was thinking small. And when I started thinking big and I started thinking in, in form of deals and started looking at what other people were doing within our company and within, you know, the industry, I'm like, dude, how are these guys closing, you know, 16 deals in a month? That's like double what I'm doing. Yeah. And that used to be kind of like the thing. And so I would write down every morning before I w went to work or did anything before I got my cup of coffee or during my cup of coffee mm -hmm. in blue ink, you know, this month I want to get 16 deals this month. I want to get 16 deals. And I see myself getting 16 deals. And, um, 
next thing you know boom 16 deals happen in a month and i'm oh. like what and i still have like two three weeks left <laughs> in the month and so i was like man i gotta bump my targets up and so i think if you now my goal is i want to get two deals a day i work six days a week and and i want to get two deals on top of everything else that i do which a lot of the times you know we were you know checking in on roofs or we were checking in on um all the other home improvements that that the company does for homeowners mm -hmm. uh, as part of you know going solar with us and so it was just a lot of moving parts and handling a lot of phone calls from 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 reps needing some assistance or some guidance or just calling to check in on you and to motivate you those are always good um i was writing down i want to get two deals two deals two deals so like uh, i started hitting 25 deal months and and then i think from there it just exploded and it just kind of went you know through the roof and i couldn't have done this without the team so because they lay them up and i come and close them down yeah. and so awesome. now what i'm trying to do is okay personally i got ranked number third in in the state of florida which uh the text message from one of the high ups at good leap said hey you know what's your personal address um congratulations you just got ranked you're number three in florida out of nineteen thousand seven hundred and somewhat reps that have oh, access to good leap wow and i was like what i was at the airport and i was like what so like i'm like dude this guy's playing with me like i never i was not shooting for that I was not, yeah. I didn't even know Goodleaf would have ranked you. Yeah. Right? So, awesome. um, posting that out there and then seeing other top producers or people that claim that they're top producers, you know, cause social media is one thing and actual numbers is another thing, Yeah. you know, reach out and be like, dude, I doubt it. You're lying. This and that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, bro, just, I already told you jump on the team, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, that was also, you know, pretty motivating, but, um, we're asking me how many kilowatts I put up a day. For me, it's really not about kilowatts because it's about deals will get you, it will get you people naturally because if you're just focusing on, on kilowatts, then are you really doing the homeowner a favor and a solid? Are you really giving them what they need or are you trying to make the, the kilowatts up higher so you can say that you sold more kilowatts? I'm about getting the people what they need and saving some money and actually giving them a good product yeah. because I'm not trying to get rich off of one person, you know? That's yeah. never been the goal. I believe in what goes around comes around and eventually that will bite you in the yeah. butt. And so it's more about really like if you need a three kilowatt size system, you need 10 panels up on your roof, man, that's what you need. And yeah. I'm going to tell you that's what you, what you need, you know, and I'm going to ask you for a referral, maybe three, and I might yeah. give you an incentive for giving me a referral. But when your bill amortizes in 18 months, you are going to be happy with the fact that I gave you what you needed and when your light bill is just the application fee then you're solid but it's i think when when people are focused on kilowatts instead of actual deals or people's families helped whatever you want to call them yeah you know it's just about doing the right thing for them and naturally it will come and you will always be able to sleep well at night and when you go to the grocery store if you already hit up your whole community you know, and they see you, it's like, hey, Ruben, how's it going? Oh, by the way, my friend stopped by and, you know, was asking me how I like solar panels because somebody knocked on their door, but I actually gave them your phone number and I was like, oh, yeah, she called me yesterday. I have an appointment with her tomorrow. You know, it's like, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, that's what it's about. That, and so just yeah. doing the right thing for people. Um, but now, yeah, absolutely. No less than, you know, 25 deals a month, man. Yeah. That's my personal goal. Um, because I was shooting for two a day. So if you think about it, I take four days off out of the, out of the month and I work about 11 to, to, to 12 hours a day, you know, yeah. whether I have appointments or not, like I'll be out there. I will not come home until, you know, it's about nine o'clock at night and I leave around nice. nine. Yeah. And, um, and that's, that's just, I think what it takes. And then seeing, Tanish, which she overworks me, man. She she works more than I do, and I'm just like, how Jeez. do you do it? And she has uh, two kids as well, and so oh. it's just, yeah, no, it's awesome, you guys. And I mean, I use my kids as an excuse sometimes to work less, so that's where it's even more <laughs> impressive. Here, Ruben's got twins, and he's out there 
slinging 11, yeah. 12 hour days. Um, and going broke all the time. Yeah. All the time going broke. And I'm not talking about like not making money guys. I'm talking about once you get a good lump sum of money and you start closing a lot of deals, if your company treats you right, you should be getting, you know, very, very good chunk of change. Mm-hmm. Um, I, remember I used to do real estate all the time. So I know exactly how to find deals and I still get a lot of deals sent over. Sometimes we'll knock on people's doors and they're like, you know, I'm not interested. Oh, why are you not interested? Well, I'm selling the house. Why? Well, because this happened and I just want to get out of here. When do you want to get out of here, ma'am? Okay. In 60 days or whatever, you know, I just, I don't care. And giving people the opportunity to invest in real estate is huge right now. Um, I think tomorrow we're yeah. Tomorrow we're closing on a house that a couple of the guys in the company, we all pitched in, bought it cash and not even listed it on the market. We didn't even touch it. We sold it for a big profit. And so everybody's getting some money back tomorrow. And that is pretty cool. And that was like a, you know, three month deal where that money would have sat in your bank account. Instead, you know, some people for the first time ever got to invest in real estate and see how a transaction like that plays out. That's awesome. Um, we've had other people just, Tanish just bought 12 houses, uh, the, the girl that I tell you, and, and wow. is renting them all out. So now she has cash flow. And I remember she told me, Ruben, I'm negative $60,000, bro. Like really? I need to get out there. There's no time for me to, <laughs> to, to waste. And you're talking about someone that, you know, is already a millionaire in solar. Yeah. And that's uh, awesome. I, that's, that's, that's a big thing. Cause sometimes, you know, I'll have a big chunk of change in my account. Sometimes I'll have enough for like a month and a half or two months. And yeah. that's just a philosophy that was taught to me. Yeah. Well, it's cool to hear that you're not blown out on stupid stuff to, you know, putting it in real estate, putting it in investments, because I know companies, I've more heard this about like alarm companies back in the day, but they would tell their reps, Oh, go buy your uh, Lamborghini, go buy your cars. <laughs> go buy your stuff man have them spend it on stupid stuff just for the rep to come back broke because what are they gonna do if they're they're broke they're gonna go out and sling some more deals right yeah but it's even more powerful if you can get your reps to invest in smart things and things that are getting you cash flow so yeah. that's uh, really cool to hear you guys are doing that i too. mean i still i still drive a 2015 ram diesel bro and i could be <laughs> you know getting a 2019 but at the end of the day it's like yeah. Do I really need it or is it just my ego telling me to go get something nicer you know like um yeah. I believe you know it's it's about you and not really about the the things you have to yeah. flaunt to other people if you're real people will know real from fake right away yeah 100 percent. so did uh good leap did they send you like a trophy on the wall or like a, a bronze yeah, medal so, or something so, for being so they number three. Me, they sent me a care package uh, to rep them, you know, so like I'll okay. win some gear and, uh, you know, recognitions and things like that. That was pretty cool. Okay. I wasn't expecting it, you know. I yeah. thought they're, you know, sending something. Yeah, like a certificate or something saying like yeah. my numbers because, you know, everybody's about numbers and stats. Yeah. But uh, I have a phone call pending with them. Okay. So should that's be cool. at the end at the end of the year yeah that's cool i was gonna say because my my best year i did 150 accounts but they sent um it was like a was a, a backgammon set or something they were loan pal back then but it had like the loan pal logo logo on it i'm like oh cool they're sending me uh some stuff in the mail yeah so, it's nice right because it yeah. says from them to you yeah (laughs) i mean they did send me this like super cool nike sweater that i've been rocking i'm not gonna lie okay and and they hit my size right on the money so i don't know if it was just like a one size fits all or they researched me or something they're like all right (laughs) let's go that's awesome oh cool man and so um before we start kind of wrapping up here ruben a couple more questions i had for you so as you know a big part of this job is just hitting your numbers you're, you're talking, you're hitting 11, 12 hour days. You're sitting and I'm sure multiple appointments every day for you. How many appointments did it take to get your two deals on a day? How many appointments would you say you have to sit in and what are your numbers as far as that goes? Um, I shoot for 15 appointments a day, but I, I still want to shoot for 15 because you know, some of them will forget about the appointment or some of them will cancel. And so if, if I can sit with you know, at least seven people in that day, I know I'm at least closing two or three. And that's amazing. And then there's other days where where realistically, like I only have like four appointments. 
Okay. And so if I have some free time and my calendar is white, I literally, wherever I'm at, I just park and I just go knock. And if somebody already knocked that area the day before, and that's why I got that appointment, then I go ask, Hey, did somebody come by and uh, you know, how are they doing and do like service calls, but okay. door to door. And sometimes nice. that has been like, Oh no, nobody came. Okay, cool. This is what we're here for. Oh. Yeah. And then slam dunk, you know, the um, engineering team that we have, I can get a PR sent back in less than 10 minutes. So I'll be like, Hey, Cameron, I'm walking in, man. Uh, here it is. Here are the numbers. And I just send him an email. And by the time I'm done with my pitch, it pops up in my email. Like I got it. And then I show the people. And yeah. so that's, that's yeah. also, but yeah, numbers wise, uh, at least sit with seven people, but to get seven sits, you know, if you have 15, yeah. that's a, you know, very good solid chance of getting. Yeah. Yeah. That's sits. That's a lot of appointments. Not a lot of people have those many, many appointments lined up for them. I think that's a big key. Um, people wonder how, Oh, how do I close more deals? How do I get all the hit these huge numbers? And it's like, you got to be sitting in a ton of appointments. If you're doing seven a day, like you said, that gives you an awesome shot at closing at least two or three of those. Yep. And sometimes I talk to reps, they wonder why they're not closing deals. I'm like, okay, how many appointments did you sit in this week? Like, uh, I sat in three. Like, okay, well, don't you think it's going to be hard to close more than yeah. like a, like three deals? Even even Ruben's is going to have a tough time closing more than a deal a week sitting and, in three, three appointments. And, and, it's not, and it's not that you're going to have a hard time closing them. Is that, let's be real, a lot of these are credit fails. Yeah. You know, and so maybe True. that should be another segment that you do is... Um, yeah. what to do with all the credit fails because usually those are the people that want it the most yeah. i'm sure you know that they're like oh my god call this other person and then <laughs> yeah. do it you know and so yeah. um for sure that, that's that's fact so yeah you have to sit with at least seven seven appointments a day and like yeah. i said if i don't have appointments i go out and i knock and i'm a beast at the doors right now that we're doing a new market i my numbers fell mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie i'm always gonna keep it real my numbers did fall I think I got 15 deals this month, okay. but I also took, you know, two weeks off of the month, which I've been on vacation, yeah. but, um, I was literally knocking doors two to three days out of the week all day long. Um, trying to get, um, new reps up to speed, basically letting them knock with me and then I shadowing them and letting them do it themselves. And then if, I needed to jump in to save it, you know, and set the appointment. I would. And then after that, you know, I've been blessed. You know, I've got this, uh, these new two guys, uh, Hunter and Karen, and they're super coachable. Um, Hunter knocked with me for two days. And then the following day goes out and gets nine appointments set for me. We closed wow, four, awesome. four out of those nine Jeez. in one day. So That's I was like, serious. dude, yes, you know, yeah. it paid off. So sometimes you got to lay off the appointments to, teach other people how to get to where you want to be. And that's how you'll always have, you know, 15 appointments set on a daily basis. And that's when you're needing to get another closer to come in and take care of that. So, yeah, so. yeah that's awesome. So well, yeah, we're speaking to training reps. What are some things that you notice in training your reps or anything you do that is super helpful as you're training them or as they're outshadowing you? What does that look like for you guys? So there's a, there's a, there's a good guy named Patrick, but David, and uh, one time I, I, I saw a YouTube video of him and he says there's two types of leaders. There's uh, leaders that lead from the back and there's leaders that lead from the front. And so you need to analyze yourself and see what type of leader you are. And that really hit home because I think a lot of my success is I go into the trenches with you and I know exactly what it is. And so I'll have reps that that they call and they're like, Hey, we want to work for your company. And I'm like, okay, so we have a process. You're going to start setting appointments. And then from there, you're going to be a closer. Oh, no, man, I'm not setting appointments. I'm not going to go knock on doors. And I'm like, well, then you're not a fit for our company, man, because I still knock on doors. You know what I mean? And there's nothing shameful about knocking on doors. If anything, like I give kudos to all of our setters, which are beasts, you know, because they're out there knocking on doors, getting better every single day. And it's just leading from the front. And so we had these new reps come in and it, one thing is to go and rally the troops and say, Hey, let's go get, you know, 10 appointments each and this and that. And then you sit back and I know a couple of people that do that, you know, not within our organization, but they sit back and they just wait for the appointments to happen. And then they go and the next day they scold people. Um, 
if I see someone's having a hard time, it's like, hey, let's go to lunch. What's on your mind? Is it a personal issue? Is it a work issue? If it's a personal issue, I try to give guidance. If it's a work issue, then yeah, let's hit the field. Yeah. And hit, hitting the field is the best way of training people. Yeah, that's awesome. Just them seeing it live. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I love leading from the front. Yeah, I think that's a yeah, big key, like you said, showing them how to do it and then being willing to go out there and work hard, which obviously you're doing. And um, I've always heard reps are going to do half of what you do and they're going to make twice the mistakes you make, something like that. So it's like if you're out there closing 25 deals, then, and you told me this before, you've got reps closing 12 deals a month. So they're already doing half of what you're, half of your production. But if oh, you're no, only like, doing 10 deals a month, then they're probably going to do what? five. <laughs> We've got a guy named Jeremy. He just came in and they just sent the numbers. Mm-hmm. I think he came in in April, I think. Mm-hmm. Or no, April, May, June. In June, he started closing and he's had 29 deals. Whoa. Uh, for this quarter's after cancels. Wow. Right? Yeah, and then enough. we've got Mr. Bryce up there as well. And then we've got another guy named Hamada crushing it. Yeah. So all yeah, of these guys are double studs. digits. All of these guys are double digit guys every single yeah. month. You know, Iram, you know, he's a great coach too. And yeah. he's coaching and closing deals. And so very blessed with the people that we have. We're not a lot like, you know, all the other companies that you see. Mm-hmm. But the volume that each individual does, because we are so much about self-development and self-growth, our retention is huge. We don't have people, you know, quitting on us left and right, but we're also, we weren't hiring in volumes. And so I think now that we have enough people to be able to assign new reps to, and they're already at a level where, you know, they're not producing under 10 deals a month, then we can now open the gates for the opportunity for more people. Because yeah. we know they're going to get proper training and they're going to be with people that are capable of doing it. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. yeah, that's huge for sure. Well, sweet, Ruben. Um, so last kind of couple of questions I wanted to ask you here is just your closing and setting process. You're doing a lot of stuff that works. So can you give our listeners just a little Spark Notes version of your close and your set? Maybe go through a couple objections or some keys to success that you're seeing as you set up and then close the appointments. So maybe start with setting first. What are some uh, keys you see or maybe mistakes you've seen newer reps make, some stuff that works for you as you're out there setting appointments? Okay. The script is the script, right? But every person is different, and you got to understand what they're doing. And sometimes you're not going to say, hey, how's it going? You know, sometimes you catch them outside and they're like mowing their lawn. Hey, that's a nice lawnmower, man. It looks brand new. Did you get it at Home Depot or Lowe's? Boom. All of a sudden, like, it's like, you know, like, you know, you have their engagement. And so um, going after objections, if you can master your objections and if you can role play every single day on mastering objections, it's like, all right, knock, knock, Taylor. I'm at your door. How's it going, man? My name's Ruben. Yeah. Not interested. Oh, you're not interested. (laughs) Well, sure. I'm sure you're not interested because you've got how many people came to your door today? Uh, uh, we get all the time. Are you doing solar? Yeah, exactly. We're going over a program that's available right now. What, what do you know about solar? Um, I just heard about it. We checked it out once. Didn't really save us money. So yeah, th- thanks for coming though, man. No, you're, you're welcome, man. I apologize because you didn't check it out with our company. And if it didn't save you money, then you were with some scam artists, man. So like, what was it that you didn't like about it? What did you do in the process? Did they show your house in 3D? Did they show you exactly the breakdown of what solar is, you know, all the benefits? Or um, more like- Not really. They just kind of said that it might save us, I don't know, maybe like 10 bucks a month. So it's just an, it yeah. sounded like it was like a loan, like a long-term thing I had to be locked into. So it didn't really seem worth it. Yeah, that's the biggest misunderstanding. And I, I, I take full responsibility for that guy that came out here or girl. What, what was it? He, she. Do you even remember the company? Most people don't. That's how uh, yeah. bad of an impression they did, right? Yeah, yeah. You never know gen- <laughs> genders these days. Got to be careful yeah. with that. Huh? He, she, it. One of those. And so, 
I apologize because the concept of solar is not to be saving $10 a month. I mean, if you can save $10 a month, that's great. If you can save 30, 40, that's great. But even $40 is probably going to be like a huge savings for you to make the switch. It's the actual concept of what's behind it. That is what I would like to, to explain to you. But to do that, I'd like to give you actual good numbers. And so oh, I'm okay. sure they asked you for your bar graph, you know, so how did you pull it up last yeah. time? Was it, you know, through the phone or was it in a paper copy? um yeah i think it was paper copy okay cool so what that paper copy is important for and this is where you go into explaining to people right you kind of play like you're their coach yeah. uh, so what that paper copy is important for is because it has a graph or a line graph for a bar that shows exactly what you've consumed throughout the past 12 months we need that data so we can build you a system size that is going to take care of that and then some so we don't short you on a system and then you have those nightmares of your double paying uh, for, for electricity and for solar. Yeah. And so what we're going to do is we're going to analyze that. We're going to have our engineers look at where your roof is positioned to see where is going to be optimal for us to place these panels. Okay. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to give you a breakdown and I'm going to explain to you from the tax benefits that you're going to get to the home improvements that you can attain to how the financing works and also why this really isn't you doing anything new. You're already doing it, man. You're just in a never ending contract and nobody tells you that because that's how we're programmed. So I'm going to show you a way to get out of that. That's okay. interesting, right? So yeah. what time works best for you to come and, uh, you know, sit down the appointment. It's going to take, you know, 15 to 30 minutes, maybe longer if you like me. You know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll see. Uh, yeah. Can you, you know, could you maybe just like email me it just cause I did this once before and it ended up taking longer than I wanted. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd rather okay. just like look at it first and then if it makes Absolutely. sense. Meet him from there. Absolutely. So, uh, what's a good email address for you? Uh, Stu Taylor at, um, at yahoo.com. Got it. Taylor at yahoo.com. Exactly. So I just don't miss your expectations. What is it that you would like for me to email to you? Just because it sounds like you're very certain on what you want in that email to contain. And I want to over exceed every expectation that you have. What would you like? Yeah. Um, I guess just like, I don't know, a design, like you said, maybe tell me how much I'd save. Just something like that. Okay, perfect. Will you be home tomorrow around this time? Uh, yeah, I should be. Got it. So I'm going to get all the information ready for you. And then I'm going to come tomorrow around this time maybe 10, 15 minutes. All I need is five minutes. I just want to show you exactly what I'm going to email you. And then I can push send and you can get that email. Does that work? Okay. Sure. That works. Boom. Nice. Done deal, bro. <laughs> Always agree, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. So, Good. Doing that in front of people and at the doors is what really gets me going because you give people that high belief of, yeah. you know, dude, what? He just yeah. did that, you know, yeah. and just going through the motions. And then it's like, all right, let's practice it. And what'd you learn from it? And so yeah. always ask yourself those questions. So yeah, yeah that's let's, fire. That's that I get through. A, awesome interested. stuff. Sweet, man. Sweet. Cool. And then, yeah, real quick, last thing, any tips, any closing lines or any, any tips you have just in the close that help you out more than anything? Um, yes. Uh, you got to do trial closes. So okay. if you don't know what a trial closes, preliminary questions, giving them like uh, the thought that they're already going to purchase. So it's like, sir, sir, if I could show you, you know, everything that you want, like, would there be anything holding you back from going solar today? Yeah. Okay. And then they're like, um, well, this and that. Now they're busting out objections that you can handle right then and there before you even show price. Yeah. Does that make sense? And once you handle that's those huge. objections, whenever you show, you show price, it's all cream and gravy. Yeah. And so that's, Good. that's huge. Just doing trial closes, um, understanding the buyer. You just got to learn when it's a real objection and when it's not an objection, it's just a complaint. And right. I think that's huge. Whenever you realize, you know, like that person, the email that we just did right now, Oh, could you send me an email? That's an, that's a complaint, yeah. right? It's not an objection. Yeah. And the other guy spending 15 minutes, dude, if I'm going to save you thousands and I'm going to get you to own your power, like you're probably going to want to spend two hours with me, trust yeah. me. And I'm then going to charge you for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like just seeing it like that, um, I think that that is huge. Understanding when it's a complaint, when it's an objection. And the best way of doing that is like, dude, if they ask you the same question again, after you agree, acknowledge and discredit, 
and they bring it up again, all right, then maybe it's an objection for them. And yeah. then there you need to see why that objection is happening. And then you go deeper into it, but you don't go that deep where you cut, catch yourself in like a snowball effect of like all of a sudden thousand objections now rise and yeah. you lose your train of thought of what is an objection, what isn't an objection. Yeah, it's so important because I'm sure you see it too. New reps all the time, they turn these complaints into objections that could have been just be easily resolved with two words. You're just brushed mm -hmm. over. And they're Correct. like turning it into objection in the customer's head. So I think that's a big key. And Grant Cardone talks about it. You probably heard him talk about it. You know, treat every what? objection as a complaint until further validated. So that's exactly 100%. what you're doing. 100%. Yeah. And uh, just like try not to give reps overload, information overload, because yeah. you need to talk to people like um, when you were first into solar, just the meat and potatoes. They don't need to know like, um, what conduit you're running and the permits and everything that you know like because yeah. then you'll freak people out if they ask then you need to know but other than that like sometimes people come and just word vomit i didn't even know what kilowatts were man yeah. i mean i was just used to seeing my light bill in numbers so this is what you owe this month and i didn't even like pay attention to the bar graph nothing i just opened it to see exactly. the bottom number and mm -hmm. that was it you know and then i was like oh I then got so ignorant with electricity to where it was like on auto pay because I hate like, you know, if you've ever missed a payment because life goes on and, and you, you know, forget about paying your electricity and then one day you get home and then it takes another day to get the lights back on after they've cut your power, you're going to put that thing on auto, on auto pay. Yeah. And so now I would just check my credit card statement or I check my bank account and then I see that it was lower and i was like what did i spend it and then i check it and then i was like oh it's my light bill okay <laughs> so when i came here i was like what the heck is a kilowatt yeah and exactly a I lot know. of times people don't know that and use that to your advantage teach them something yeah whenever you sit with someone add some value to their life and yeah. i promise you you will see greener pastures yeah that's fire well ruben we appreciate you coming on the show today and um don't want to take all day for you but where can people connect with you more if they want to reach out to you, uh, you on social media anything like that yeah uh reach out man i mean everybody that's in the game you know is is uh, is a friend you know and if we can grow together like what we're doing right now and add some value to everybody um and make solar a more reputable thing it will make everybody's life easier if we can train people better to where you're getting those deals, you know, and making homeowners happy, then whenever we're at the door, oh, my friend has, it, and it's such a great experience. I want to, I want to learn more. Now it's yeah. just about who gets to them first. Exactly. And so my Instagram handle is R-U-B-E-N, my name, Ruben.can, like I can do it, you know, C-A-N. Okay. So it's Ruben period C-A-N. Awesome. And, well, we'll uh, I'll, post give you, I'll give you a follow back guys. Awesome. We'll post that in the show notes. And Ruben, thanks for coming on. Thanks for dropping some fire on us today. And remember, like Ruben said, just educate your customers, tell them the correct things because it's going to make, make it easier for all of us. If we're treating our customers right, if we're giving them a good experience, we're all going to get more referrals because I don't know about you, Ruben, but half the time I don't get sales is because they heard a neighbor had a bad experience. They heard their friends got their roof damaged, just all this random stuff. So it's going to make it so much easier if we can yes. just bring that, you know, correct education and level of knowledge to people. Yeah. So, um, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Ruben, great stuff today. And, um, yeah, I think we'll end with that. And so go hit up Ruben on social media, let him know you appreciated him for coming on the show. And, uh, thanks again for Ruben for uh, joining guys, us again. Guys, honestly hit, hit Taylor up and, and let him know what, topic you would like for us to discuss again because i want to be on your show again man yeah hey, yeah no let's this do is a good this is good yeah, right. just scratching the surface so uh, yeah th and thanks to bryce again so let us know if you have any other people you know that are killing it in the industry and uh yeah we'll talk soon again thanks again ruben you got it Hey, solopreneurs, quick question. What if you could surround yourself with the industry's top performing sales pros, marketers, and CEOs and learn from their experience and wisdom in less than 20 minutes a day? 
For the last three years, I've been placed in the fortunate position to interview dozens of elite level solar professionals and learn exactly what they do behind closed doors to build their solar careers to an all-star level. That's why I want to make a truly special announcement about the new learning community exclusively for solar professionals to learn, compete, and win with top performers in the industry. And it's called Society. This learning community was designed from the ground up to level the playing field and give solar pros access to proven mentors who want to give back to this community and help you or your team to be held accountable by the industry's brightest minds for, are you ready for it, less than $3.45 a day. Currently, Society is open, launched, and ready to be enrolled. So go to society.co to learn more and join the learning experience now. This is exclusively for solarpreneur listeners, so be sure to go to society.co and join. We'll see you on the inside.